Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week we're discussing What If, Episode 5, What If, Zombies. So let's get into it with the recap. Hank Pym searches for Janet Van Dyne in the quantum realm, only to discover that she has been zombified by a quantum virus. Janet infects Hank before both return and spread the virus around the world. Two weeks later, a group of survivors consisting of Bruce Banner, Hope Van Dyne, Peter Parker, the Cloak of Levitation, Bucky Barnes, Okoye, Sharon Carter, Happy Hogan, and Kurt learn of the existence of a camp developing a cure. They are attacked by zombies along the way and lose both Happy and Sharon. Hope is also infected and sacrifices herself, allowing the group to reach the camp. There they discover the Vision, whose Mind Stone can reverse the virus, as evidenced by a cured Scott Lang, whose head is kept alive in a jar. They soon find a dismembered T'Challa, who Vision has been feeding to an infected Wanda Maximov. Wanda breaks free, and Bucky, Kurt, and Okoye are killed. Vision gives the Mind Stone to Peter, perishing as a result. Bruce transforms into the Hulk and battles Wanda, allowing the others to escape. Peter, Scott, T'Challa, and the Cloak head to Wakanda in hopes of broadcasting the Mind Stone's energy across the planet. Unfortunately, Wakanda has been besieged by another horde led by a zombified Thanos. Boom. You mean bam. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam. That was so good. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. And the fact that it's still a zombie version was like still... I died. I mean, happy died too, but like happy died. My happy didn't die. I was I was very happy and hilarified because I love zombie movies. This 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 episode was made for the zombie lovers in this all. I I love zombie movies so much. All, my some of my closest friends are all about zombie films. That's that's so this is it. Like this is this is how I'm getting some of my friends to watch the show is just because they have a zombie episode. Um, and you can tell like they really tried to pull like the horror hijinks and make it a, a, a this is a their horror episode even though they they definitely lightened it up and they toned it to be more family friendly it's still you can tell the tropes were there and that made me very happy yeah i love that peter kept calling it out like haven't you guys ever seen a zombie movie mm-hmm. so it was very meta in that regard and even said oh jump scare <laughs> It's like he was. It was just so meta and and so self aware up until the uh, almost Zombieland esque video in the beginning. You know, that was amazing. Such a great way to introduce our characters. So great. Bucky Barnes was my favorite. What was his uh, murder killer arm? Heavy sleeper. Heavy sleeper. Yeah, I liked. I liked Kurtz. It was languages, folklore, and crime. Yeah, he was the the the, the creepy neighbor. or something like that i love kurt he was so good he was hilarious kurt was one of the best parts and he's such like he's the he's the character i didn't expect no not at all Uh, no 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 way that i think he was going to be involved in this at all i'm just so sad the baba yaga actually got him yeah the the real baba yaga (laughs) he's always worried about baba yaga when when a baba yaga is involved like he's got the vibe just send him around to find all the creepy little witches in the world. Oh, he's got that, that strange creep, like, sense. If he had been in WandaVision, he would have figured out Agatha like that, man. Boom, like that. Just, oh, I sense a Baba Yaga. Wait, I sense many Baba Yagas. Dude, it was so good. It's just the fact that they were able to have, like, I mean, I was a big fan of the comic uh, zombie um, titles. But, like, seeing the MCU version of it had so many beautiful payoffs from, like, Oh my God, like it makes perfect sense that if, if Ant-Man, like Hank Pym Ant-Man had become infected, how dangerous that is. Like it's not a matter of brute strength. It's you have a small ant-sized zombie biting Captain America and everyone's fucked now. 
It's the mosquito bite from hell. Yeah. Like, wow. That's like West Nile from like, like pure dimension X. Also quantum virus. They really do put quantum in front of everything. They do, but it works here. Like, okay. It came from the quantum realm. Like, okay, I get it. I get it. But <sighs> yeah, that joke is still funny. Um, I mean, it's such a, a random array of heroes. I mean, we didn't, Tony Stark is in it for three seconds and they really pulled like, Oh, is it going to be Tony? No, it's not. It's zombie Tony and we're all dead. I love the fact that Mark Ruffalo was the leading side of this and he was just our main character that we followed. So you can watch Infinity War and then just watch this right after. Yeah, you could yeah, you could watch you could watch like Ragnarok and then just switch to this cuz that essentially yeah, and then like the first whatever 5-10 minutes of Infinity War. Mhm. That's what I meant. Yeah, and it just it just roll right into it and it just would be perfect. We all know each other for the most part already. Yeah, you know, you're right, though. It's such a motley crew of fucking characters that we get in this episode. Yeah, we got Kurt. <laughs> we get Banner, Bucky Barnes, Spider-Man, Okoye, Sharon Carter. And and then on the zombie fight being hunted down by like, and we had, oh, also Happy. Didn't want to forget Happy. With, with an Iron Man glove. I love that he has fucking Tony's like fucking hand gauntlet thing. Yeah. <laughs> That we got in Civil War. And then Sharon takes it on after Happy dies, showing like, all right, we're just trying to keep all the weapons we can. That's, I mean, this is this is a definitely, I mean, I know we've said this for every single one, but give me a two-hour version of this. Like, you can, like, they tr- they really try to consolidate it and simplify it hardcore. The, the only people who I'm, who are giving me negative reactions to it are people who, who, one of them hates zombie movies. So he's like, well, if I eliminate my feelings for zombie movies, I still think it's really meh. I'm like, how are you capable of taking something that you're terrified of, hate more than anything else, and then say, I'm just going to ignore my feelings on it and then still judge it to be negative? Like, you still hate it. You, you hate it because you have to ignore all these other aspects of it. You're not a fan of zombie movies, so you're just not liking it. Just admit that. And we can call it a day. You know, other people are saying it has some pacing problems. And to me, I'm like, I don't think it has pacing problems. It's just a consolidated story because we only have a half an hour to tell it. No, I, I thought it was paced fairly decently. Yeah. And it's and to me it's fine. I just want more. <laughs> you know, I just want more. Happy was channeling you though, because he was complaining about having to go to Jersey. <laughs> I know, I love that. Oh, oh, and just when you think you can't get any worse, you gotta go to Jersey. Did right. you catch his shirt in the video? Oh yes, I did. I'm I'm single. I'm, I'm holding myself out for Thor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm not single, I'm saving myself for Thor. <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> Do I have to wear this? No, no, dude, man. Just, just people's lives are, are are counting on it. I want to call out that I'm annoyed with one thing. No, Tom Holland. Yes. Okay. So I I agree, but he did good. The kid did good. His name's Hudson Thames. He did a pretty solid Peter Parker. When when it was just because I didn't look at the cast names um, when it, when it started. So I and I just go with it because now I'm just seeing whether like I can detect it myself. You know, and whether I'm taken out of it or not without knowing beforehand who's involved or not. And for the first minute or so, like once Spider-Man came on, I, I was like, Oh, this is, it sounds exactly like Tom Holland. He did a great job. And then he had a little bit more dialogue and I'm just like, Nope, not Tom, not Tom. Good. A very good representation. Really, really good facsimile. But there were some parts where I'm like, that's not Tom Holland has a higher pitched like squeal, you know? Although when he was talking about like, his mom and dad and Uncle Ben, everyone he's lost. And that was, that was pretty good. No, it was great. And you can tell he's a great voice actor in general. Like the, 
one of the problems that you have when you're going from like live action to to something like this is that the the actors aren't always great voice actors because there's a huge difference. Um, I think uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is is a great actor, but I think in this is not as he's not as powerful of a voice actor in this project. Whereas Paul Bettany, it, 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 there was no difference. Like vision there, vision here. He sounded and, and acted the same way he would in all of it. Yeah, exactly the same. Oh, my God. Your fucking vision. It, it, it takes nothing away from it. Okoye, she nailed it perfectly. Paul Rudd is just Paul Rudd. <laughs> oh, head in a jar, oh. Paul Rudd. My oh, God. Scott. Processing trauma with dad jokes just like I do. Yeah, and just and so aware of it, too. And the jokes kept going and going. I was so happy. We're so blessed. We're blessed. We are blessed. And I know we keep simping so hard on Marvel. We are. We are. But I think it's well-deserved considering what they've accomplished and how far we keep going down through this this, 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 this tunnel of possibilities. And what if is all about possibilities. The Cloak of Levitation, I'm glad, didn't get destroyed this episode and was such a homie. Oh my god! It, it felt such a relief after watching Strange like burn it up in that last episode to finally see it, and one it shows up on Peter, which is which is awesome, and then little foreshadowing to uh, to No Way Home, and uh, then we get it <laughs> allowing um, Scott Lang to be running around again because he's only ahead. Wingardian Leviosa. Yeah, <laughs> great fucking joke. Not all heroes wear capes. Sometimes they're just capes. Sometimes they're just capes. Uh, did you did you notice the like mom energy that Hope was giving Peter? I thought it was really endearing. Yeah, it was, and I think I think that's a lot of Hope like trying really hard to make up for what she blames herself for at the end of the day, and trying to protect. And she really connected with Peter, and that was really sweet. That was really nice. Yeah, and they're two characters that like I don't feel are ever going to have that sort of an interaction in the main universe. So that's kind of why I love these episodes. Because yeah. we're getting these random interactions, you're right, of course, that we're never going to get. Like we got Hulk versus Wanda. I mean, zombie Wanda, but it's still Hulk versus Wanda for, for a moment. And that was just intense. I would have loved to have seen the, how that fight ended. And that goes to my next, my, my question here is, do you, th- I mean, we've ended things on strange cliffhangers before, but this felt like, a to-be-continued cliffhanger, not like the other ones, which are just kind of little end-scene quips. This one felt like, tune in next week, we're going to continue exactly where we left off. Um, Whether it was intended that way or not, maybe it's just me wanting it more, because I want to know what happens with Thanos. Uh, But maybe they're going to do more in season two? Thor just shows up to Wakanda and is like, ugh! What the fuck? (laughs) Nopes nopes out with Stormbreaker. Mm -hmm. With Rocket and Groot, that would be fucking cool. There are so many good lines in this episode, like um, specifically when Okoye kills zombie Sam and Bucky's just like, I should be sad. But I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) It hadn't gone through Falcon Winter Soldier yet. So it's he's still like, I hate you. (laughs) I also really liked it when he told Cap that he guessed that this was the end of the line. Yeah, that was that was sad to me. It was a good line because this was the end of the line. I'm with you to the end of the line, man. I'm with you to the end of the line. And here it is. I'm going to cut you in half with your own shield. Ooh, free shield. <laughs> Looked good on Bucky, too. Really did. Um, Falcon's Falcon's like shadow looming over everyone in that beginning was so hauntingly cool. Poor Bucky, though. Later in the episode, he gets straight yeeted. Yeah, he does. 
He does. And we don't know what happened to him after that, do we? I mean, presumably, he probably survived. We saw him jump out of a plane in Falcon Winter Soldier. That's why I'm thinking there's going to be more to this. Because we, we, there's so many left open characters, you know? Like Hulk, we don't know what happened to him. And we don't know what happened with Bucky. Yeah, there's definitely potential for a part two. Mm-hmm. So sad. Every single time. I, I don't know. I mean, I get that we wanted Hulk to leave because he was the only one who could probably be strong enough to like really help out. But I feel like they needed Bruce Banner's brain in order to do what's next. Like the smartest person on that plane is now Peter Parker. It's pretty smart for a kid. Oh, he's really smart for a kid, but he's not Bruce Banner smart. True. Although the thought might have been there's a Shuri. Yes, you're right. That's true. They are heading to a place where they assume there's a Shuri. They're they're assured there's a Shuri. Oof. <laughs> um, I did really like Bruce's line. So avenge us. Yeah, that was a good move. That was a good line. I can't afford to lose another friend. So avenge us and hands it over. That goddamn mindstone, man. <laughs> Poor Vision. Poor Vision. It was weird seeing Vision Thanos himself. Yeah. It's like, oh, so nice to hear Pearl Bettany again and doing the exact opposite of what Wanda, you know, like the, it's the, it's the opposite of WandaVision, whereas he's the one making the really irresponsible thing out of love. It's like he becomes a villain because he can't put it past himself to like leave her and to be without her. So he does stupid shit out of pain and grief. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really happy that he was, you know, dismembering T'Challa to feed to Wanda. But I did appreciate that it was T'Challa because that's a reference to the zombie yeah, comic book. That was a, yeah, that was a reference to the zombie comic book. So I appreciated it, but also... Mm. <laughs> I know. I mean, that, that's the whole point. The whole thing is supposed to be unsettling. You know, I mean, we're not supposed to be sitting there happy. And we saw a whole bunch of flesh-eating ants go and, like, eat Doctor Strange, you know? And, and, and Wong got beheaded. And none of this is happy. Certainly not happy. He was not happy. No, but according to this title card, he's never really happy. I mean, who is really happy? I'm not. Are you? Uh, no, no, not not lately. Oh, not lately. So, yeah, so no one's happy. In this zombie episode, this is the only thing that makes me happy. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Even if there's nothing happy in it, except happy. So what do we think zombie Thanos would do with the Infinity Gauntlet? Make everyone dead? Or make everyone alive so he can eat all their flesh? Because now we're talking about, like, meat resources, right? Because he wants human flesh, too. So he'll make more of it. But he can't make everybody into zombies. But maybe he'll fix everybody with the glove so he can eat more people. Or he'll double the population of living people so they can eat more people. Unlimited edible babies. Exactly. I mean, if I was Thanos, I'd make a kebab stand with all the edible babies. Baby shawarma. Baby shawarma. All the all the right wingers would love that. Texas, they're gonna be all about it. They love baby shawarma. <sighs> Tastes like chicken. God, I hate Texas. Yeah, me too. They're gonna need some avenging. Basically, all my notes. Although I did want to point out the the music in that scene where Hope is like ferrying them across the zombie field. Really good. Yeah, I mean, as I said multiple times, the, the music in this series. Not only is it because they're amalgamating all these other themes, like we, we heard uh, the the Wasp theme from Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I loved. I, I, I love that theme so much. Uh, we, we got a little bit of, of Spider-Man's theme. We, it's all amalgamated. But the, but even just the original pieces that are in between are, are so well done. Um, 
I love the music in this series. The composer, hats off to you guys. Really. Can't wait till the freaking uh, soundtrack comes out. Like Marvel took finally notes about how to do a, like hire some decent fucking composers. They did. They did good. They they do so good. They've been doing good. Like the WandaVision score, loved it. Um, the Falcon Winter Soldier score, I really like that. But the Loki score, like I will sit down and give head to whoever did that. Like that, I, I listen to that all the fucking time. It is so fucking good. And the Shang Shang Chi score, holy shit balls, intense as fuck. So good. So they've been taking notes because now we're at the what if and I'm, I'm blissful every single week. Good job, Marvel. You did it. You're learning. You're learning. You're improving. That's all you need because life is all about improving. And if you don't, then fuck you. And Marvel, you're improving. The things that you kind of were fucking up with before, ain't fucking up with anymore. And probably it's because everybody called you out on it and you realize the only good composer you had were like a few of the later ones. So you're learning. Good. Good, good, good. Any final thoughts for the episode? Um, I want a part two on this particular story. Um, I don't know. Like, I know we're going to eventually have like crossovers of the universes that we've been introduced to, but I don't know who we're going to get from this one. I was going to say it's either Paul Rudd's head or it's like uh zombie hunter cloak of levitation, Peter Parker. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that could be that. I'd, I'd take that zombie hunter, Peter Parker. I'm kind of upset we didn't get comic, uh, comic book accurate zombie Peter Parker, but maybe we, again, part two part two that kid's gonna lose his fucking mind when he sees wakanda i know my god yeah that kid that poor kid <laughs> poor kid what are they gonna do if, if, it's, if they if wakanda is completely taken over get fucked apparently <laughs> in the comics they had a space station that people were hanging out in so uh, are they gonna have to get the scrolls are gonna have to get involved now where's fury now fury's still oh we, fury's still on earth right yeah he's probably a zombie yeah all right, I was like, maybe he's going to come down from sword. Like, nope, 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 nope. Um, but yeah, my final thoughts. Keep doing what you're doing. I love it. We'll keep ranting about it. Do we know what next episode's going to be? No, we don't know. Like, they, they keep doing this thing where they'll drop the preview for the episode, like, halfway between episodes. Okay. So, as of right now, I have no fucking idea. Uh, originally, I think the Thor party was going to be, party Thor was going to be in this week, and then they switched it up. Yeah, I heard that too. So maybe next week will be Party, party Thor. We'll rock on. I can't wait. Yep. Um, where does this episode rank in, in the episode so far? Oh, Jesus Christ. It, it's hard because I'm so biased here because I love I love the comic and I love zombie films and this hits all the right notes. All the actors were, were showed up for it. The characters, it all led me surprised. Though it didn't have the emotional weight of the Doctor Strange episode or the T'Challa episode. So it's really hard for me to gauge. Like Right now, I, when the episode was over, I was like, oh my God, new favorite, new favorite. But then I watched the Doctor Strange episode because I really wanted to know how it did. And I was reminded about how goddamn tragic. Okay, well then I guess this is the answer. The answer is, this is as good as Doctor Strange's episode was tragic. So opposite sides of the, of the coin. And it's on the same coin. So I, I will just take that coin. But right now, those that's the two. For me, I think I still think that Star-Lord T'Challa is my favorite. Mm-hmm. But this and Doctor Strange are like neck and neck. And then Captain Carter and the whodunit kill all the Avengers episode, the distant second and third. Yeah, I think I think T'Challa is my second because I put both of these on number one right now. 
So I know that's kind of cheating, but that's that's how I feel about it. It's like T'Challa had a nice blend of all the emotions, um, but these two were. I mean, they're all so different, and that, I think that's the point, and that's what makes them so great. Because we're we're playing with genres just like Marvel does, but in a shorter contained thing. So they're all just very different vibe. Whereas Loki, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, they all had the same energy within their own bubble. This is getting where we're getting a, a mini MCU all in itself within this series. So keep going and we'll keep listening and keep watching and we'll keep ranting and talking and you'll keep listening and hopefully you won't shut us off. Thank you. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at InfinityCast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.